Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Julie Johnston. She is the Director of Learning Spaces for Indiana University. This position managed four entities of UITS Learning Technologies, Classroom Technology Services, Learning Space Design, Collaboration Technologies, Student Technology Computing, and Technology Com Computer Consulting. Along with managing these services, she is ultimately responsible for the design of learning spaces for the campus specifically active learning classrooms and formal learning spaces and student technology space center spaces. She was actively involved in assisting with the launch of Indiana University's new active learning initiative, Mosaic. Julie has over 20 plus years working in industrial technology, sorry, instructional technology leadership positions in higher education and K-12. She has recently um, designed and opened a creative meeting place as a side passion project called Vision Loft in downtown Indy. Julie, thanks for being on the show. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I am doing wonderful. I'm surprised I only messed up like once through your bio, and it's an amazing bio, by the way. Well, you, yeah, you had you... me as an industrial technologist. I thought, uh-oh, I need to Google I that. I know. Yeah. So well, I was thinking I, that I too. Really, I'm like, I was hoping you were going to ask me questions. Yeah, ask me questions about that. So. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, it's like oh, a little bit of a, a color pull right there. Um, yeah, so it's okay. the biggest thing is, yeah, oh, that's all good. Um, so the biggest thing is, you know, why start learning spaces? Can you kind of give the background and, and kind of the vision behind? Yeah, so so learning spaces obviously have been around since the beginning of time. We all have learned. In spaces. Uh, so at learning spaces is just a group at IU. But however, what we're doing to design learning spaces is evolving and emerging and unique uh, compared to what maybe perhaps you and I have seen in a university classroom. So basically, there's this push now that we know that we all learn best when we're active. We the the days of sitting and getting and listening to an instructor for three and a half hours, we all know, isn't the optimum learning environment. And so what we're doing is designing interesting, innovative spaces across both the Bloomington and Indianapolis campuses that inspire uh, active learning, collaboration, which we know we need um, for any new position as the students evolve out of out of the campus into the real world, uh, it we're using lots of different types of technologies in engaging the students and the kind of technologies that they use in their personal life. I like that. I like that. Um, it's yeah. I, I I was always craving that too in, in college, and just in and just in life, and that's why I loved co-working spaces. And so you're kind of almost bringing that active learning collaboration environment on campus. So yeah, how is I, this initiative? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So we let's talk about that for a second. You know, the whole co-working concept and how people don't want to just necessarily work at home. They they are they thrive the fact that they want to uh, collaborate. They want to go in and, and meet other colleagues of like interest, et cetera. So our spaces, especially, I think you mentioned as part of my portfolio, we, we take care of technology uh, student computing spaces, and those are evolving. What used to be these formal rows of computers, we're now turning them into 
what you might it might look like a co-working space uh, to someone that uh, may uh, work at the Speakeasy, for example, uh, or any uh, industrious downtown. Our learning spaces for student study look very similar to that. Uh, there's the opportunity to to study uh, individually in small groups or in a large, more vibrant group. So we have we we purposefully design the spaces in ways to kind of foster all types of um, study or learning. I, I love that. I love the concept. I love the idea that you're putting it into action of actually executing. So how is this initiative um, helping helping IU? I mean, it could be professors, students, whoever. How, how is this initiative helping them? Yeah, so the initiative itself was derived by our team it's called Mosaic, and what Mosaic is is an initiative that kind of formalizes the fact that from the highest campus administrator all the way down to the student, we all believe in what we're doing. So it's that shared vision that we are going to commit funding and resources to transform our spaces. And so Mosaic is an initiative that allows us to provide uh, faculty development for faculty who maybe want to change the way they teach, or maybe they just like the fact that we, we've, we've put them into their own cohort groups so that they all can get together and learn about uh, ways to teach in these new types of spaces. And it's not necessarily just a technology initiative, but just strategies to engage the students and uh, create more powerful learning experiences in these new types of spaces. So Mosaic is the way to put everybody on the same road together. I mean, we all know that you're not going to, to I mean, you can, build a, you can build a space, but nothing really is going to happen with it unless there's a plan behind it. So it's part of the plan. So we have faculty that care, that teach in these spaces, and then students who understand from day one, hey, we're, we're in a, a new type of learning environment, and what, what are my expectations? And so that's, that's the new approach to higher education in general. It's, it's a push nationwide to evolve the way that students learn in higher education. I like it. I like it a lot. And the biggest thing is you've mentioned design, you've mentioned technology, but the, I think the core value that I've been seeing that, you know, you're, you're putting messaging design and technology all together, which are kind of the, the three of the four elements of, you know, essentials of marketing. Um, you, you have customer experience of the experience for the student come first. How does that customer experience or the student experience get involved with learning spaces? Can you describe yes. the whole elements that you're, you're working with? Yeah, I love that. I mean, our our goal really is the student experience. They are our customer. Uh, and the faculty is our customer, too, in a sense. So what we try to do is gather input from both. And so in, in a design process, we, we actually have captured data from faculty and what they need and want in order to be successful in, in teaching these types of new strategies. And then from the student perspective, and so what do they need and want? What do they want in a space that they 
can study in and what do they want in a space where they go to class and what, you know, they need to be empowered to be able to speak up and say, what do we need and want? Uh, what I'm finding is that students like choice. Students want um, the opportunity to explore new technologies. And so, uh, for example, we're getting ready to open up a brand new space that's just for students called the Idea Garden. It's here in Indianapolis. And it, it's a space that's going to foster entre the entrepreneurial spirit of the student with the ability to capture uh, the the essence of new tools such as, uh, and it, virtual reality isn't brand new, but augmented reality is, is evolving. We're going to put the latest and greatest of those types of virtual reality. So that new in the sense of virtual reality is now wireless instead of having to be tethered to all these cables. So you can freely move around. Um, we're the students are going to be exploring 3D printing and how 3D printing can solve community problems. Uh, we're going to be giving the students high-end tech tools that they can't afford to have in their homes for art and graphic design. And so it's just going to be this really interesting hub for students. And that that wouldn't have happened before we really convene this group of high-end tech professionals who care about the student experience. And now we're starting to build all these types of cool new spaces that uh, we hope will prepare them to then enter the indie or even beyond indie tech force. I love it. I love it, Julie. And uh, I have a uh, going switching to like an offline background of things that are probably not on the website of the stories. Can you yeah. share some of, you know, experiences, student experiences, these tech um, entrepreneurs or company owners, you know, what they see when they, when they're donating, giving whatever to, to help students learn with this high end technology. Can you kind of give both sides of uh, what learning spaces, the mosaic initiative, can you kind of share some stories around that? I think um, the listeners would be very interested yeah, and so I mean, there are a lot of stories, and 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 I'm my team. What we do is we dream up, innovate, design, and deploy. And so we're the we're the tech professionals and the design professionals who understand how people learn, and understand ways that technology should be integrated. And then we deploy it so the faculty can teach and the students can be successful. And so we're not privy all the time to all of the student impact stories that maybe a faculty member would, but uh, we we do have some stories. We we the, we have a three D printing lab where the students are involved in the facility to and really impactful stories where. We have worked with the School of Medicine uh, to regenerate uh, facial features for someone with uh, cancer and to be able to have a life again. Uh, and th so 3D modeling and impact, impact, technology with impact, I guess is the best way to describe it. Uh, not technology for technology's sake and low-level technology like word processing, but technology that gives you goosebumps in the sense of we had a, a young boy that didn't have a hand and we 3D modeled a hand for him. 
and the look on his face when he put on his brand new hand, it, it's, it, it goes beyond, you know, plugging in computers. It, it, it's called making change. Uh, so that kind of impact is what we're trying to do. Oh man, Julie, I love this. That um, even <laughs> no, more that we're diving I mean, into this. I know. Like, I'm I mean, getting how, goosebumps. How, well, how how lucky am I, right, to be able to yes to work in an environment like this? And you know, I what I really love about IU is that we're given the permission to innovate. And when you when you innovate, you have to have an environment that is okay with making mistakes. Uh, when you create an environment where everyone has to be perfect or a mistake is looked upon in, in a detriment, then you fail to innovate. And so innovation evolves based on trying something and it didn't work, but we tried something else. And we're, we're continuously evolving. And I love that. It's so inspiring uh, to dream up new spaces and incorporate all these emerging technologies and really it's it's meaningful how it's meaningful work i love it and by the way as a marketer there's two rules in marketing do something and then do it better yeah exactly so yeah yeah i mean medical professionals are practicing medical professionals they're not like the end all we just don't know everything and that's the one great thing that you uh, that IU has established here is an environment to help to allow people to learn and to and to and to accept if something didn't work that way how to quickly pivot I don't even see it as a failure I just see it as oh it's a quick pivot let's see you know if this works let's see if this works and just keep going at it and the persistence. Oh, I love it. I love that do something, do it better since I am not in the marketing field, but obviously concepts like that, that's what we do. Uh, for example, as we, we have had the opportunity to now to redesign a lot of different spaces. Uh, and every time we get a chance, it's, it's a new type of space. So, you know, you sit down, you say, okay, what's the space intention? Uh, not what are we going to put in it? What furniture, what technology? You don't start there. You start with, what do you want? I mean, it's the client, right? So the client is the student. What What is the student going to experience in this space? Why? Um, what 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 client is it? So is it for uh, the school of education or is it for a math classroom? You know, and you take a different approach, but we've evolved. And our classrooms that we have designed six years ago don't look like the ones today that's success because we take the things that worked really really well and we continuously add those in and then we try new things so we get a chance and i think my team would say this that they love coming to work because it's never the same day um they get a chance to really be involved in um transformation and scale i mean we are, we serve over 100,000 students that's scale that's impact and what better way to go to work is to make that kind of big impact. I love it. And even it wasn't even the big impact too, Julie. You making small impact of as a big impact of helping that 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 boy have a hand. 
Right. That's pretty I big mean, you're, impact you're, too. You're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big impact for him, but yeah. it's on individual scale. And then, and then, then yeah. and then times that by a hundred a multi, or not multiply, but just put it up there with a hundred thousand people making change and those people making change. Right. You're, you're establishing the ripple effect and you're establishing helping people build persistence of learning persistence. Um, yeah, that's probably and, you know, not afforded. Yeah. And if fostering good citizens, yeah, I mean, people that care about something bigger than themselves. So, you know, to, to design something like that hand, for example, is caring about someone else and wanting to make a change. Right. So that's learning. That's, that's, you know, the kind of student we want to graduate is not a student that, um, I mean, that cares about going out into community and community service or just making impact for somebody else. Uh, you know, and another example, I'm using a lot of 3D printing examples just because our world, you know, those are the specifics that come to mind immediately because they're so impactful. But we, we helped the Humane Society. There was a kitten that had come in uh, that um, had broken legs from who knows what, but uh, could not walk. And we designed an individualized cart for that kitten out of the 3D modeling so that it could just walk and, and be able to move around. I mean, if you're an animal lover, that hit, you know, hits you at um, a different level than, you know, than someone else. But we're trying to, we're trying to make impact in the ways that people are passionate. So like hit them, you know, find the passion and then make the impact. I love it. It's focus driven passion to make an impact. Yeah. I mean, and I love it. I absolutely. And if we find what we're passionate about in life, then we'll, we'll want to continuously learn. That's, that's what this is about is, you know, it's not about being told you have to learn this content. It's about wanting to learn the content and wanting to collaborate with others. I, I can't tell you how many times that if I try to solve a problem alone, it doesn't go so well. But the minute that I get all of these really good thought leaders in the same room and we start brainstorming, that's that's the aha moment. And that's what we want the students to figure out with these active learning classrooms where, yeah, you could sit alone and listen to a lecture and probably do okay if you're a really good student and you read the content and you can memorize. But what we really want is ones that want to learn with others. Because isn't that what we do in the real world? Definitely. And Julie, thank you for sharing this. Like I, this is there's a lot to take in, a lot of chills of helping other people, but I'm going to flip the episode a little bit and okay. <laughs> for people to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously you're doing a lot of great things at IU with learning spaces. Mm-hmm. So how do you recharge? What do you do creatively? It could be a hobby, craft or whatever. What do you do to recharge to bring back into when you're, when you're working? Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm going to answer that kind of twofold. Uh, on a personal level, the recharging is really important. And I would give everybody this advice that you can't just be all about your work. Uh, you have to have other passions. Um, for me, I've gotten very involved in the yoga community here in India. It's a very 
vibrant community. Uh, I practice at Practice Indie right downtown. And that, you know, the whole mind, body, soul, uh, the, the physical body being, you know, keeping active, keeping strong, but then emotionally keeping grounded uh, is super important for me. I think I can tackle challenges better. I when because obviously leading a te- these teams, I have around seventy five people that are doing all this important work, and there and we there's challenges to be solved, and they're looking to me for leadership, and they need a leader that stays calm and collected and confident, and I think that yoga has done that for me. Um, so that's on the personal level, and then. I think you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast about Vision Loft. And so I have decided to push myself in a different direction and be bold. And we, my husband and I bought a building right downtown and spent almost a year and a half renovating this uh, old law office into this beautiful, uh, creative meeting space for for anyone to use. And we put in all the technologies that I know work well at IU. It was kind of my, my dream shop. I got to, in fact, I remember one day when I was meeting with the architect, I was asking them what they thought. And they looked at me and they said, but you don't have to ask us what we think. It's your project. And I wasn't used to that because here at IU, when we design, it's, it's always committee driven. And like, I got to take everything that was in my head and put it into a space. And I'm pretty excited about it. Getting to meet all kinds of really great people doing really great things uh, um, around the city and all these different really interesting conferences that are registered at Vision Loft and care, yeah, all these um, different organizations. It's just, it's just expanded my horizons and I'm super charged about it. I absolutely love it. Um, I'm not a I'm not a yoga person, mm-hmm. but I, I do exercise. I, I, mobility is is a big thing. But I'm just checking out Vision Loft right now, and it's an absolutely um, gorgeous space. Thank just you. seeing the event and or the, the event space and everything too. And I know you're going to have an event later, uh, which we're going to put a link onto this later when I when I send it out. Oh, good. Um, yeah, but I love we'll, everybody we'll to announce come. it later. Yes, yeah, but I, I Julie, I am. Um, really thankful that you are you're on this episode and talking about learning spaces, mosaic, um, what you're passionate about, a little bit about you. And so um, I've really enjoyed this episode. I hope the listeners out there really enjoy this episode. So thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it being invited. And yeah, I mean, I enjoyed uh, talking about what IU is bringing to the students. So Converge Coffee listeners out there, uh, check out Learning Spaces and Vision Loft Events and Mosaic. Um, all the links will be in uh, Julie's episode. Thanks a lot, Julie, again. All right. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Sean. Bye.